Hi, and welcome to the Life with Jamie and More podcast. I'm doing this podcast as a father about raising my son who has Down syndrome and is on the autistic spectrum. This has real life challenges for me as his dad. And while I want to share my story, I really want to offer a place and give space to other dads to do the same. So let's get into one right now. Oh, by the way, this podcast comes with a language warning. It's real. It's life. It's how it is. So not for kids' ears. Hi, team. Uh, thanks for listening in again for another week of Life with Jamie and Moore. This week, I'm talking to Joe. And Joe, I've known Joe for over 20 years now. Uh, such a cool guy. Really, really nice guy. Just a heart of gold. And I've caught up with Joe. The last time I saw Joe face-to-face was about three years ago. Just before COVID kind of kicked in. And... um yeah, it was just great. I've got a lot of time for Joe, and um, which you know, I gave him a lot of time on here as well. So uh, really good, really good. You join us mid-flow as we're just chatting away, and we're talking about bubbles. Um, I don't know, dude. I just I I I, I do often the conversations I've had like with you now with the guy I talked to last when i talked to him on tuesday night um and i just feel like i live in this bubble recently real real bubble of um not knowing what the hell is going on even in japan like even like the the game uh with the new zealand playing like japan up in tokyo right i was like i just had almost like i had no idea until the game was over Hell, like this is how much I'm into sport, Joe. I'm like, I just, like, I just live yeah. in. I, I kind of, I don't know. Um, well, I, 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 I believe you have not an excuse. I believe you have a reason for that because you're, you've got your business and you've got your family and you've got this and you've got everything um, that you need in this bubble that is of importance um, right now. Uh, for me. Um, my bubble is just, if I was in your situation, like sport would be out, um, socializing would be out because I've got my family, I've got my, I've got my um, business, I've got my, um, uh, my future and the future of my kids to worry about, then worry about fucking a couple of guys running around and tickling each other <laughs> on the field, you know? Um, yeah, they, uh, I, I do. Actually, I, I can I think I agree with you on that actually, because I think there is a limit to how much like one can put into their bubble. I think we have this yep. bubble. That's a great. Actually, I think it's. I think that's a really good um, analogy to use because the bubble yeah. can only can only fit so many things inside, right? It's like yep, before it bursts, and then you're and just bu- like out of control. You just out of you control. Don't know what, yeah, yeah, you don't know what your um what and your so, priorities are. And some people's bubbles are bigger than others because some people can fit yep. stacks in their bubble. And some people cannot, and it's all and it's all relative to kind of how big you think your bubble is, and how people how also you know some people see your bubble is incredibly big, or but you might think it's incredibly small, right? But that doesn't that fucking doesn't matter. It's what you as to how you think you're you know what you can get inside your bubble without it, you know, just exploding, and then you mean like shit, I can't like I can't deal with this. 
the whole bubble. I like Absolutely. that. I like that analogy, man. Yeah. I like it. That's a great one. Like, yeah. and, um, and it's and it's truthful. It's 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 factual because thinking back about, you know, when you were here, and then we touched base on what it had gone through with Elijah and all this, and 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 being open and honest and um, accepting the feelings and accepting certain stuff like my my bubble shift from being this this parent this caregiver this husband um uh, bubble mm. and 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 separating and then divorcing and then meeting joe and the bubble that i had before is no longer and the bubble that i have with joe is is so big like this is why i can watch sport this is why mm. i can i can I can go play um, rugby league. I can interact with my kids on my days off. I can, you know, my bubble's bigger now because I'm not in in a relation. I'm not in the old bubble where everything was all. I can't do that because I've got to focus mm. on my kids. I've got to focus on on my marriage, which was, you know, was collapsing slowly. I was uh, trying to trying to put, keep myself together with my emotions and feelings. And you know, you're a man. You gotta you gotta bring the bring the beef home, and you're mm. the man of the house. And, you know, all yeah, this kind yeah. of stuff. But now I'm just in this bubble where I can sit back and 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 accept that Joe is. Um, uh, independent and she's she's um, um, go getter at work mm. and I don't have to spin all the plates by myself now mm. you know um, so yeah so it's kind of, would you say it's like two bubbles how would you describe would you say it's like two bubbles kind of joined together which creates kind of you know like you can see the kind of merge of like kind of two two bubbles I or can, is, it, is can, it kind of one two bubbles I, coming together guess, create one big bubble you reckon yeah uh, for for myself, I guess what I've done is I've I've stepped out of the the other bubble that I was mm. in, and I'm in this whole new bubble. So mm. I'm no longer in that bubble. I can probably say I've I've burst that bubble and I've created a new bubble on my own, um, and I'm without uh, previous um, um, responsibilities. Mm. You know, because that all that all relies on Sunet, and 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 it's all on her now. Like. We have shared um, expenses and everything, and um, not shared custody, but shared understanding of um, when I have the, I, I'll have the boys on my days off or um, school holidays, you know. So she's stuck in this bubble now, mm. uh, and she's got her own bubble, so she can't fit anything in now mm. um, because she's she's um, strained because she can only do so much, you know. Mm. Mm. Whereas now I'm. You know, I can, I can, yeah. My bubble is bigger. Yeah, that's good, man. But that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's really good, man. It's a great. It's actually it's a, such an interesting talk, eh? Like the because the bubble. Keep that analogy. Yeah, keep that. Keep that. Keep that like analogy it. and use it elsewhere. Because I mean, I I, I want to use that too later on because I've got mm. friends out there who are going through going through similar um, situations where. You know they don't have a social life because they they can't afford to, and mm. they've got responsibilities. and And one in one in particular, like my good mate Jack, the Samoan he's just so focused on um, getting his business up and running, which he which he has now. And but he's so focused on um, uh, the future of his kids, mm. and he's got, uh, I believe, two mortgages. 
and he's living in his in-laws basement garage him and his wife and so the two mortgages are the house that they the 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 in-laws house and his parents house so he he went and got a mortgage out to buy his parents house but leave the parents there and then um give them the money which doesn't make sense to me but you know and then um got the mortgage with the in-laws house and they're all chipping in to pay it off type of thing wow sounds like a bit complicated oh and it's yeah and it's quite like i say he's he's focused and he's got no time to um meet up with friends or have a social um outing and if he does have time he's yeah he's prioritizing family you Mm. know which is understandably cool Mm. because i know it's not going to be forever i just know that he's going through a period where he just needs to stay in this bubble that he's in you know and then when things get better from us, I suppose you can just push your bubble out a bit bigger and introduce other things into your bubble. It's hard though, man, because I think that that's like the, uh, I, I think that for so many, you know, almost like this 11 years that I, I've talked about before, which is like when I was when, from when Jerry was first born to um, back in uh, early 2019, is that I reckon i i was i i just was exactly that you know trying to just do everything and you and you go in with the goal of like well you don't even go in with the goal you just kind of be like okay this is only temporary this is an only temporary thing or this it won't be like this forever and it's and it's almost, I feel it's almost impossible to be able to kind of put a timeline on that shit because you just like, things just change. Things get worse. Things get better. Like, so you're just like, you end up getting so sucked into it that you're like, you, you're unable to, you you become to a point where basically you just fucking hit the wall, which is what I did because, um, work is a lot of the time like one of those things where we all just get like we just throw ourselves into because that's what we can fucking do pretty well you know and we just so we and that's what i did so i just laid myself into work right and i just you know while i felt that that's the only control you have that's the only control you have in Mm. your life that you can't control is your work yeah that is exactly right and, 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 and also because when you work is you're able to kind of just hopefully be able to focus on the, just the work. Right. And so all the other stuff that's going on in your life is, you know, out there, but work doesn't fill your cup, man. Work doesn't fill it. Like it just doesn't, it, 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 it kind of gives you, um, something else to do with your time, uh, taking to, with, with all the other stuff that's going on in your life, looking after kids with extra needs and, you know, and so on, like, um, but it's, it's not like for, you know, for me anyway, like I realized that, you know, I just needed to, you know, I, I, I had to really take stock of kind of what was going on. And that, that happened when I ended up in the ambulance on the way to the, you know, go to the, go to the hospital. Mm. 
Um, and I think it's more, it's because we live as dads with kids who, you know, who need extra help, um, is that we, we live in that world of like, we are on, we are on more, like, uh, we have more anxiety. We have more to kind of consider. We have more to think about. We worry more, don't we? And it's like, yep. So, and when we look at guys who are not in that situation, um, I don't know. I, I kind of look over and I think like, man, you have it so easy. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, but I just think like, yep. like, yep. It's so different to, uh, to to what what my life is yeah and i i believe some of the guys that are going through some stuff will look at us and go fuck bro i wish i was as strong as you man because i'm going through shit and i can't i can't get to grips with it but when i look at you and you've got special needs and and you're like i one of my mates was commenting on how how do I do it? You know, how do I stay strong? And how mm. do I, you know, you, you're not with, you, you're not with your boys all the time and all this kind of stuff and say, fuck, bro, you know, you, and, and they don't know deep down inside is, is that, yes, I look good up here, but below the water, I'm struggling as fuck. I'm, I'm paddling and you can't see me paddling. All you see is my smiley head, you know? Mm. Um, and, 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 Credit them, credit to them thinking that fuck. I wish I could, could be strong like you, you know. But, um, dude, but, I would rather be in your position right now. Mm, <laughs> you know, when they when they when they say that to you and they say, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, right? Some people have very, like, some people have very kind of uh, adverse kind of reactions to that kind of that thing that that statement question whatever you want to call it because uh, like a lot of the time is we didn't choose this we're just stepping up yeah we're just stepping up to do this we're not it's not like a choice we didn't have that choice with us we were just like okay we, we we're gonna do this and a lot of guys there are guys not and let's take away that a lot of guys that's not true some guys will um cannot do that they cannot step up they just feel that this is just way too much and they just they're out they walk away they walk away and there are there are guys that do this um and that's that's a that's a good thing um because it's a bad thing and a good thing mm. it's a good thing because they're not needed Mm. in that relationship or in that journey because they're just gonna weigh the others down you know um when i separated from my partner and we we sat down we talked about it and we'd been married for what 12 years i we we decided like okay look it's not gonna get any better and we've tried so we come to an understanding and and i i said okay cool i'm gonna pull myself out of it and but i'm gonna be here to um support you financially and um remind the boys that they have a father and i love them and all 
not to say that I'm one of these guys who was who would have I can drag that relationship or that that family unit down, but they would have grown up knowing how unhappy we both were. Mm-hmm. No matter how much we say we love the kids, you know, they yeah, yeah, but you guys are mm-hmm. so unhappy. Is it because of us? Me stepping out of there and 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 who um carrying the load 99% of it on her own now is better for the boys mm. because they see us as um happy like mm. Joan and I Joan and I are, are, are super happy and um Sunette and I are happy that our boys have a roof over their head they're loved um and they won't get lost out in the world because oh my parents are miserable Mm. oh they love us but they're miserable you know to those guys that walk away they're being selfish but also they're helping what they've left behind because they would have been they are better off Mm. you know positive and negative they might not be better off but they are better off not having this weight drag them down and remind them that they are the fault mm. i think yeah 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 it's a it's a it's, a, it's an interesting take on it actually like i think because naturally i think we when we think about those situations we is so much of the time is we put the blame onto we 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 do put the blame onto the the dad right in the situation yeah. we it, it, you want them to step up you want them to yeah, man up the ex- but, yeah but they can't. Some men, some men can't man up, and the man up they do is walking away from it, and that's that's manning up in their own way, which they probably don't know. But hey, look, fuck off because you're not helping. You're not mm. manning up in the way that 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 we want you to man up. We want you to 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 help us, to to be with us, to to support mm. us. But you can't do it, so fuck off. So they've manned up and fucked off, mm. and. And for whatever reason, you know, um, there's a positive and a negative. The negative is that child's going to, um, or that family's going to gonna feel it, you know, and and, mm. and the positive of that is maybe one day the, 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 the child will have a step in parent or a, or a support group that's um, better for that child or that family than having this person who will never step up because they just they just not not gonna yeah yeah and that because yeah because that brings the toxicity into the into the the family and mm. and i and i it it's it's a, it's a really interesting discussion like because that comes back to a lot of it comes back to um the guy and yeah. the guy the dad feeling that he and that he has he he feels that for to kind of walk away totally let's talk about that perhaps because to for someone to kind of be like you know i'm out is it because that that, that's that shit's very real um and i we can speculate I'm not a big speculator because I don't think that's kind of useful. Um, but I, I, I guess is that he, as as a as a dad, as a guy, 
who's become a dad um, to a child who needs extra help, who needs extra needs, is that he became a became a father. He through that maybe that that might have been uh, could have been planned or unplanned or a big surprise, whatever, and then put into that. Um, and already becoming a father is like a massive job, right? That's a huge job. Um, because we just really, we're basing so much of our, of our knowledge about what a dad is on, um, what we, what we were given as, as kids, right? So that, that, um, narrative of what we got, we apply that and it's while it's not perfect as we kind of want to try we we try and kind of apply to what we feel that is what it should be for us um and we tweak it but some got some some guys just don't even have that they don't have they don't even have that dad in their lives when they grow up right so then all of a sudden they're thrown into these situations where they're just like what am i supposed to do with this and and it's um I think what I suppose what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is that it it's got to it it's so it must be very there, there, very it's 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 there's so many like thinking about it and 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 hearing you talk about it there's so many scenarios that I can yeah. see in situations where um my upbringing was and and my my dad was never around um. I don't remember him being around emotionally. I don't remember him being around physically. And what I mean by that is um, em emotionally is um, loving me when I'm when I'm crying, mm. um, cuddling me when I'm crying, or or, or protecting me when I'm, uh, um, um, or talking to me when I'm being emotional. You know, mm. um, it was always scream, shout. You know. Um, being a Scotsman, he was, he was, and he would always tell my mum, you better deal with those children before I do. I didn't realise what he was meaning then, mm. but I felt, okay, you must not love us. Now, physically is, um, he was always tired because he was always working. And, and dad, you know, dad, dad had us in his late 50s. And mum would have been about 20. And, um, and he was always working. He was, he would come home and he just had no patience, no, no, no patience for us. He would come home. He just wants to listen to his music, unwind, have a beer, have his double brown. I understand all this now because I'm an adult and I know what work is and I know what responsibilities are. But um, the me growing up with that and me being an adult of, of, I'm thinking, okay, you can either carry on doing all that or you can break the cycle and go, um, I'm going to be totally different to what I grew up with mm -hmm. or I'm going to be totally different to what my dad was and the experiences that I've gone through. Try to anyway. And then um, I I didn't, you know, because I've gone through um, – I've got seven kids to four different women and I did not know how to be a dad or commit to a um, 
to my responsibilities, my duties, you know. And as as a as a as a male in this world, your duty when you have a family is to be there for them, to sacrifice whatever you have in your life for your family. Mm. And I guess, you know, dad was I've got shitloads of half brothers and sisters all over the place. Um, which means I'm in that cycle where dad was in his cycle for whatever reasons he's you know, and 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 so I guess when I was in London and we, um, I was in that point in my life where okay, Sunette's pregnant. I've got two choices. I'm going to either man up or run away, like I did previously. You know. Yeah. Um. And so I decided to man up and go. I'm going to do this, you know, and I'm going to do it right because I, I'm ready for this. Can I ask you something, Joe? You said man up. Yep. This is a phrase which actually some, like, I think is, is it, it, like. It's wrong word to use though, isn't it? It's to man up as, 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 as I, I don't, I don't think it's the right word to use. I think is to own your 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 duty own your responsibility own mm. own own it um to make, yeah, to make own it yeah to step up yeah yeah um and accept that it's scary accept that it's fucking terrifying not just scary it's fucking terrifying mm. accept that that you you're gonna fail accept that you are not going to fail except that you're going to be miserable except that you're going to be happy you know accept everything that's going to be in front of you yes you might be like your father yes you might um go down the same road but hey accept it but then you can also control it you know you can you can control your life because you're in charge of it now not your dad not your past yeah but you now going forward and you are in charge and control of the choices that you make. We all are. We can use excuses like, oh, my dad was a drunk and that's why I'm a drunk. Not that I understand. My dad was dad's never drunk, but you know what I mean? It's like, oh, my dad was a was this mm -hmm. and that's why I'm this. Uh, yes, your dad was that, but that doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you can be that. You got a choice, you know? Mm -hmm. and so I guess taking... I ran away with all those excuses. Mm -hmm. Eli, because the, re the reason that we're having this conversation and we're sitting down and we're do doing this on the podcast is uh, because of how uh, how Eli Elijah's kind of challenged you, right? So yeah. let's get, can we go back to how um, the beginning of Elijah for us? Can you can you kind of walk yep. us through that a little? Yep. Um, Elijah was not planned. Um, and I remember, and my ex-wife knows this, and I've, I've mentioned it many a time. Um, when I went, I had a back problem. I went to see this this guy, and this guy fixed me, and he said, "Hey, look," he did something with me, and he was pretty cool. And he said, "Hey, look, um, you're not right. Um, you, if you're planning to have kids, um, don't have kids now." 
wait three months, but I need you to cleanse your body. I need you to do these juices. And he was giving it away for free. He was like, you need to, um, he was giving me this recipe. He goes, there's, there, you're, you're not, you're not aligned or something. He was, he was, he was pretty like, I was like, well, okay, shit, this guy knows his shit because he fixed me. I had a, I had a real back problem and he got me on the table and when I walked in, he goes, you're not aligned properly. Your back is screwed. Right. I didn't even tell him what, I was, what was wrong with me. And then he fixed me straight away. And um, then he says, if you're planning to have kids, I don't think you should in the next three months, but I want you to cleanse yourself and get yourself right. But my wife then um, was just like, yeah, whatever. I want another kid, you know? And I'm just like, oh, let me just cleanse myself, you know? Right, right. And she's like, no, I want another kid. So we, I, I didn't want one, another child until I was ready, but I wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. And then anyway, she got pregnant within the three months and I forgot about what this guy had said. Um, and he's, and we had Elijah and um, Elijah was a year old when I noticed that he wasn't developing as, as I'd known other kids to, to like our firstborn and, and all my other kids, you know, um, it wasn't until Elijah was, maybe a year and a half when he started to to crawl or, or say a word. He wasn't even saying daddy or mama, you know. He was like a year and a half maybe, and then he would mumble something. Um, and so I kind of went, I, I think there's something wrong with Elijah. Um, mm. And, yeah, he wasn't, like, he started crawling when he was nearly two. And we got, yeah, it, it was a slow, he was a, he was a, he was a, um, a late developer mm -hmm. and people would say so oh no he's all right and i'm like mm, i don't think he's okay i, I mm -hmm. don't feel he that he's okay um and then we couldn't like we'll take him to the we we would take him to the doctors and they go no he's all right there's no you know ear problems or anything because he was off balance and and and, and then he was two um and he said mum dad he could say the word and I'm like, that's, that's, that's really, you know, so like Jaden was not even a year old. He was a couple of months or three months, six weeks when he would say dad, mum. Mm. So look, I, I knew that um, there was something not right with Elijah. Um, but we couldn't diagnose him until he was four, I think. Mm. Like I kept pushing to have him, like have a specialist look at him. Um, but they wouldn't allow it or they, I don't know. I was just, it was frustrating. And then they, then, then they diagnosed him when he was five, I think. Um, and said, yep, he's autistic. And, um, I just thought he was, dude, I thought he was the smartest and he is, he's the smartest and the coolest kid when he was, how old was he? He was, he was two maybe. And he was putting I've got videos and I've got pictures of it. He's he was putting all these all his racing cars into um, color order and 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 types and stuff. And then mm. when he would put his clothes on um, when he was a bit older, like maybe three or something, he'll lay them out on the floor, t-shirt, underpants, shorts, and socks. And he'll go, "This is what he's wearing." And I'll be like, "Man, he's onto it. This kid's smart. You know, he's he's." <laughs> and, and then when we got him, uh, when I said all these things to the to the specialist, he go, "Oh, 
yeah he's that he's autistic because that's what um these are the signs these are the signs mm. for um autism and and i'm like okay well you know did you know what, what it was did, just, did you really know what it when they said like this is autism did you know no uh, no what was well, your, i had to my no i don't i honestly didn't know what autism was until we had Elijah mm. and um you know Sonette was the f- the person that that looked into it proper and told me that there's different types of autistic kids um and then I went oh like the rain man you know the movie where the the guy yeah, was yeah right 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 you know the rain man guy like I was yeah. like oh you know or or like um oh who's the other person and and I'm like, well, he's going to be smart, you know, he's going to be, and she's like, well, there's different layers of autism and there's different, you know, there's, so yeah, his was sensory and like, he didn't want to be touched. Uh, everything was too loud. Um, yeah, it was, it was a challenge. It was, it was a challenge for many, many years because I was always short tempered or, um, I guess I didn't, I guess I was blaming myself for why he was autistic. Do you, because, sorry, carry on. Yeah. Because it took me back to the, to the time where I went to see this guy and he told me, don't have kids for the next three months. Don't don't try. Mm. He said, you need to clean yourself because he, 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 he said there was something wrong with me. Mm. And I needed to flush it all out. And he gave me these this ingredients. And I remember one of it being um, juice potato. Like you just juice the potato and drink that in the morning or something. It was like he said that my sperm wasn't healthy. And that I needed three months to clean everything out. And then after three months, then I could try for a kid. Mm. But my ex-wife at the time was just like, no, I want to, I want another kid, you know, and for whatever reason, and I'm like, mm, yeah, nah. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, it was planned. Yeah. She planned it. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't ready. Mm. So you kind of uh, back then. I don't know. You, 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 but you kind of said you blame yourself or blamed yourself for for that in some yep. Yep. way. Yep. I, I, I blamed myself because I knew that something was going to be wrong if I didn't follow the instructions of this guy who I believe knew what he was talking about because I didn't feel healthy at the time mm. and I, I had a bad back from just bending over and, 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 and I found this guy through my mum who was given the advice from a cousin said, no, go see this guy. He's a, he's a, he's a healer. He's a, and he was a, he was a cook Islander and he told me his story, you know, and he says, he's just got this gift where he can see um, and, and feel things. And that was it. And, mm. and he didn't want no money. He wasn't asking for money or anything. He just like, just, wanted to help people you know and i'm one who goes no no, i'm going to give you money you know and he was like hey look if you're going to give me money it goes into the charity box here which he had and he goes you just put it in there um but yeah so i i blame myself for not um being man (laughs) and 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 going i'm not going to have sex with you for three months because i need to clean myself out because Mm. i believe this guy you know so i blame Mm. myself so i blame myself for how Elijah is. Do you still, do you, it's a tough question though, Joe, do you still, is there a side of you or do you still have that? Yep. Yep. 
I, I do because when I I see me and Elijah, like he's and and, and my partner Joanna will say the same thing, and a lot of people, even my mum goes, "Oh, he's exactly like you," which means um, stubborn, um, mm. um, yeah, just um, cheeky, just just what's the word where where I'm always right type of thing. Uh, stubborn, um, arrogant. Yeah, 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 all that. <laughs> that's, that's, funny thing is when I when I catch up, well, when I see some aunties, you know, who are um, in the senior lives now. <laughs> this was years back when when uh, bump into some aunties or meet some aunties. They'll be like, "Oh, I go, oh, I'm I'm Jojo," and they were like, "Ah, oh, you're the cheeky one. I remember you when you were small." And I was like, I'll be like, okay, I must have been really, you know, cheeky and, and yeah. stubborn. And um, so I see that in Elijah. Um, and mm. Elijah is, is he's such a cool dude, man. Um, I can, like, he he loves his Legos, his Lego. His, he loves his drawings. He loves his puzzle making. He lo- he the, the the autistic side of him, it shines. Like, um, mm. when he sees something, that he likes, he'll go and build it out of Lego. When he sees something, he'll go and draw it. And and he's got he's got shitloads of stuff. And at the moment, he's doing this um, um, stick man thing. He's he he created his own YouTube video where he he's taking photos of the Legos that he's created, and it's all um, shots. You know, every oh, every few seconds, like, um... and he's made a movie out yeah. of it. Oh wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. He's called he's called it Stickler or something, and and I'm like, man, you know, you you you. I noticed it when he was about five, six, seven. He was when he was he was a, a slow developer, um, but he was great at creating stuff. Like you, he wouldn't he wouldn't he'll look at a book and he wouldn't be able to read it under stress. And if someone's watching him, um. But if he was on his own and you're in the background, he would, if it was to do with instructions and stuff on on building something, he would he would see the words, and he would know what the words were and would say them. But if it was under stress, he'd be just like, nah, everything is all jumbled up. I can't, I can't, you know, and the stress of it all. I remember when he was. <sighs> He was being bullied when he was about five, six years old when he went to um, school and he could, he was, he was, I remember him being the nicest loving kid to, to all the other kids and protective over um, other kids that were going to get bullied because Elijah's quite stocky and he'll be, he'll stand up and, and he's, and he was really short. So he would stand up to other kids who were trying to bully other kids. So he'll stand up. And, and protect them, mm. and then I'll see him um, holding a girl, a little girl's hand, and and making sure that she got to the playground all right, or or he would um, um, be the one to befriend the new kid in the classroom, and and then when he was getting bullied later on, he would not know how to communicate verbally that what they're doing is wrong. So what he used to do is um, he would grab a pencil or whatever and stab the kid because mm. that's how he knew that 
these kids will stop doing what they were doing mm-hmm. or he would get he would get violent like um and if he couldn't and we we found out found out that this was part of being autistic was he couldn't verbally um tell you what was going on and his everything was just all mm-hmm. jumbled mm-hmm. and i mean he there was a time where he broke uh the teacher's finger because he wow. couldn't he was so frustrated he couldn't say what he what was going on yeah um he couldn't defend himself verbally and what it was he was going through such anger and pain that he wanted you to feel what he was going through so he would get angry and and break something or and and that's that's when that's how he showed you what mm. was wrong with him that was how he communicated Commu- yeah like he just yeah it, and it was a struggle for years wow. I used to I used to tell Sonette to um to deal with him because uh, looking back now and sometimes when I look at the videos I get really upset inside and go man I was hard on him you know I didn't realize at the time that he was always seeking my attention and my approval and when I see some videos of when I've got the boys together um fuck it and and, and it hurts me now when thinking about it because he he's such a cool kid that he all he wanted was my attention and and he was doing these cool things at the time i didn't like i didn't want to pay attention to him because tristan was the the, the perfect kid and Jaden was the the older kid who um was mummy's boy and tristan was the kid who wasn't doing anything wrong whereas elijah was the one that was i thought at the time was just this kid who was stubborn and, and cheeky and, and just not wanting to learn and, and just needed a smack because he wasn't. But when I look now at the videos, I go, man, he was just wanting my attention. And he was, he was so cool. You know, there was a video where I was getting the boys to wish a friend happy birthday. Um, And she lives in Germany with her husband. And, and I was going one by one going from Jade and the oldest to happy birthday and then to Elijah. And because Elijah was taking a few seconds longer to say happy birthday, I moved away from him. He and Tristan goes happy birthday, but Elijah was like, he was, he was shy because I look at the video and I'm like, just have the patience. Like I'm telling myself that you should have the patience because he was going to say it, but he was Mm -hmm. shy. He was just like, he was like, happy birthday and, and then he went quiet and then when i moved the video away from me he went auntie this and then he was like tristan says happy birthday and then elijah's like hey i haven't finished you know and i'm just like well that's right and i'm uh, and i'm like man if i just been a little bit patient with him he would have got there you know yeah no he's a cool he's a cool dude man he's a cool dude in the last few years it's it's hard man it was it was hard like i was fucking hard on him i know i was and and all kids all he needed was love and patience love and patience Mm. but what i showed him and what i gave him was um discipline and no patience i i put the fear in him because I would ask him to do something and it was processing, but it was, to me, it was, it was taking too long, mm-hmm. you know? And, yep. and this is where, where my dad 
be me, you know, mm-hmm. and get angry and something that will take a minute was taking two minutes and that was mm-hmm. too long for me, you know, and that was my dad going, you better hurry up. And this is me going, you better hurry up, you know, and I just wish that I had the support group or or people around me who would say, hey, bro, just, just, you know, I've got, I wish I'd reached out. I wish I had reached out to people who had special needs uh, um, kids and, 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 you know, how you have this alcoholic group and you have Mm -hmm. this other group, you know, I wish I had known about or been the word man man enough to look for them but mm. i wish i had that group you know these groups now that i know mm. of they shit loads of them back then it would have been awesome because then i would have been patient with elijah sunette was do you think do you she's... think do, no? do you sorry joe do, do you think that it like um having kind of the the patience and 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 all that because to to have patience um is 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 actually really something because i uh i'm i'm you know i I struggle with that um day or daily um but i i suppose what i want to kind of talk about and ask you about is like the um the kind of reality of feeling that you're you did you did you feel that you were on your own and that you didn't have any anyone that you know that was in a similar kind of situation to yourself that you um absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely um and, and but what i didn't realize was that i wasn't alone i had elijah's mother um but behind the scenes her and I were clashing you know and we weren't on the same page sometimes you know um, mm. and like she was the total opposite she was she was patient with Elijah like she and I wasn't and I wish I had another male um, friend or, or someone male in my life to who's in the same situation have gone through it and gone hey bro this is what you need to do. And then I can go, oh, okay, yeah, all right. And he goes, you need to do this, you need to do that. And and, and you need to be real patient and just give them love. Like now I know that all kids want is to be loved. And that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> they just want to be loved. Mm. And, you know, and, and patience yeah. come into that. Patience come into that. Uh, and it's only been in the last few years after meeting, um, Joanna that I've been really patient with my boys like there are some days where I'm you know because of outside elements where I don't have the patience to be like well you're human Joe let's go. Human, yeah 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 right? like this is yeah. like but I talk to them now you know I, I I talk to Elijah I I praise him um I praise the boys I I I give them as much love as I can um but that's all they want. You know, they, they, I know that they're going to make mistakes in their lives. I know that they are going to go through um, stuff, but mm-hmm. I want them to know that I'm here. 
I love you regardless. Mm -hmm. And um, and um, never, I'm always proud of them. You know. Yeah. And that's a, that's that is like doing that. I think is, uh, it's it can be. There are different forms that that comes in, right? The different ways of delivering that because just like yesterday i was uh listening to a um a kind of a something from the radio actually from new zealand actually it was about um uh white ribbon white ribbon day which is about um talks about violence against it's kind of uh, bringing awareness of the the violence of, uh, from men against women and and I just look at it as a general thing, but it's, it's focused on to kind of men, violence on men to kind of um, children and, and uh, women. Yeah. Um, and there was a guy who was telling a story um, and he talked about, uh, he went to uh, his, his daughter uh, was killed by his, by, uh, by her wife, by her husband. Um, incredibly sad. And anyway, so he started to, he was like, this is just so, he was so kind of ang angered by it that he kind of started to kind of make proactive steps about raising awareness about this. And anyway, he, he went to, um, he went to prison and he talked to this guy, a convicted criminal and in prison. And this guy was like, how do I, um, I just don't, I've been here. I don't know how to, how am I supposed to like tell my kids, I'm sorry for all the, the shit that I've done. And he said, well, you got to get down on your knees and you got to hug your kids. You got to, that's what you got to do because act, words won't mean anything. Actions are everything. And you've got to do these actions and, and actions are, you know, so imperative. Right. And I, and, and anyway, so he basically, um, he, this, the, the guy who went, who went to prison to see this man is he he hugged this guy this guy was massive apparently it was just absolutely he, he said stand up like this and the guy stood up and he went over and he hugged him and then the, the, he felt the guy hug him back and then he felt the guy start to cry and i thought to myself what like he it's such a such a, a moment where i thought to myself Again, I, I don't, I don't do that enough. I don't do that enough to my kids. I don't do that enough to my wife. I don't do that. And I'm like, this is, I feel it's like the basics of being a dad. But for some thing in my head, it's like, you know, it's because we feel like we are failures. Personally, I, I I think we feel like we're failures and we don't deserve their love when we're hugging them. And if I put myself, I, I, I Tristan is the one that comes up and hugs me all the time. Elijah loves it when I go and give him a hug. He used to be, don't touch me, sensory, you know, like, mm. but I'd force myself on him and just go, I'm going to hug you anyway. And I don't care how dis distressful you get, I'm hugging you because you're my son. I'm holding your hand until you are 16 years old, crossing the road, you know, if we're mm. walking together, I'm holding your hand. I'm going to let it go when you're 16 years old because that's when I believe you can walk across the road on your own. Um, 
and that hugging I heard this a few years ago and I was a year back and I saw and, and you're absolutely right where I said to Joanna you we've got to hug you at least 20 seconds hug your your kids every day in the morning for 20 seconds mm. um Tristan will come up and he'll just just hug me straight away and hey dad I love you how's it going you know how was your day um Elijah I'll go up and hug him Jaden and he's taller than me now and I'll go and you know put my head on his shoulder this 14 year old kid you know and I'll be like and 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 he and I have started to connect in the last year he's mummy's boy because he he was he was he's he's mummy's boy and I'm like, that's fine. You be, you be with your mum. You're soft as you go be with your mum. I've got the other two to worry about, you know. <laughs> but in the last two, yeah, in the last year, he and I have been trying to connect, and, and we have connected, and mm-hmm. and we're slowly building a relationship, you know. But you're right, hugging. I think it's most a important. Fe- it's a fear of like. There's so many reasons why this, why why we why we feel this, and I think that like. I got home basically after listening to this last well, last night. Um, yesterday, uh, I was listening to it on Friday night. I got home um, and uh, and I just like Josh came in the door first, um, and I and I kind of got the game got down and I gave him a big hug and you know I gave him a kiss and I said I love you like this you know and and he's like okay. Thank you. <laughs> and I just thought like, you know, and he, and he kind of, I can feel that he doesn't quite know. Like sometimes, sometimes he kind of, will kind of, you can feel someone who, who's actually hugging, like putting his arms around you, like f- hugging and like, he was half kind of doing this, you know, wasn't like fully. Into it. And then, um, uh, and then uh, I think Junker came in the door next. And I gave and I, I gave Junko a hug too. I said the same thing. I love you. Um, and I just thought, and I I just felt, I felt like, how, how do I, I I know I just felt like I had, I just, I'd been, been kind of being human to me so showing myself some kind of humanity as to how much you know, how important um my family is and and expressing it in in such a like in a, in a way such a simple way but i think that as as dads we we sometimes struggle with that because we we feel that we have to like it shows our it shows our weak it, it shows our weak side yeah because we feel weak for that little bit i mean we feel love and weakness at the same time i, I feel yeah. love and weakness at the same time yeah. when i hold my kids you know because i don't want to lose them and it and it, and it weakens me that mm. one day something terrible is going to happen either to me or, or to them or someone yeah. and you know, it, it, and I've got to be strong now because I don't want that emotion to to break me. Mm. So you know, yeah, hugging, <laughs> hugging your kids 
reaffirms the love that you have for them and the protection that you will give them. Mm -hmm. You know, and they feel that. Yeah. And they will they will carry that on and cherish it because when they when they're older, they're gonna know that. And, and remember all the hugs they've had throughout their lives and go, this is more meaningful than words. And you're absolutely right. You know, the person out there who's saying, you know, your actions are louder than, than the words that you say. Absolutely. You don't have to say anything. You just give them the hug and they feel it. Mm. Yeah. It's so, it's so important. It's so important. Same goes with guys, you know, same, same goes with guys, you know, um, you, you hug a mate, and, and you just hold them tight and then you go, love you, bro. You know, some may react differently and oh, fucking homo, you know, but that's them going, I love you back because they don't know how to hug you back because they don't want to feel weak in that moment. Mm. But I know, <laughs> I know, bro. I know you, I know you're a strong dude, but I also know that you're weak because you just showed it right there. Mm. You know, yeah, and 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 a stronger a stronger man will just hug you back and go, "Cheaper, I love you too." Yeah, you know the saying goes, "It takes a real man to do something like that," doesn't it? Mm. It does, and it's not, and unfortunately, it doesn't happen enough. No, I was I was talking to I was talking to my mum. I was messaging my mum the other day, and she I said how, and I'm, this happens a lot in New Zealand, and um I. I and uh when when you if you haven't seen a mate for a while or even if you see a mate regularly is that you go up and you kind of you do the old kind of hands in front of each other like this right and then you kind of bring it in so the yeah fist is between your chest each you both your hands are between each other's chest uh, uh, yeah so basically what like while that while that kind of feels good i kind of feel it like why don't you do that when you if you if you meet a woman a friend a female friend that you haven't seen for a while you don't do that to a female friend it's very rare right you give them a full hug right yep so why why is it that like guys don't do that to the other guys and just don't now you can do that but then go and do like the full like hug your mate because it's fit and and I and I I heard the reason is because we just don't want to have our hearts so close together. We put our hands between to cover our kind of protect our hearts between each other, which I don't know whether I kind of fully agree with that or not. But like I just think it's a fact that like having you know two uh, two men kind of having their chest essentially <laughs> like <laughs> together, like you know as as um, and it's like because we feel that like you know that's gonna make us um less of a man and and which i think is kind of really sad because you know we're trying to be we want to show the uh, affection to the to our mates and you know if we haven't seen them for a while or even a week or a year or whatever right um but it's like well yeah it's a it's a it's a interesting thing to kind of dissect and think about and and i know we're not when i you know, one one thing for one thing's for certain Joe's when I when I see you next time, man, I was gonna give you a, a, it's full a hug, hug, bro. Man. It's a hug. I, it's it's not, a hug. Yeah. It's it's just because you know, 
and I think you, I think that what what we're kind of talking about here is you know who you can do that with, and there are, yep. and, and you're one of those guys, and there are, you know, there are a handful of guys that I know I can do that with, and others I, I like they would, you know, be like, okay, um, so <laughs> you know, last last night at at this party that I went to with Joanna, um, Joanna's best friend Richie, he he's not a hugger. He's not a hugger. And he's only got a select select few friends where he will hug. And and I'm one of them because you know, the love that I have for Joe and Joe loves for me. Like this Richie and, and Joe grew up together and brother and sister. Like mm. he will protect her. And so he'll hug me. And he and he's like, I'm glad you found each other. Mm. Because he can back off from protecting it, you know, yeah. and, and but still, you know. If you fuck her up, bro, I'm gonna fuck you up, kind of thing, mm. you know. But you know, he's he's not a hugger, and he'll come up and you'll like, bro, and he'll hug me and go, you know, good to see you, and then that's it. No, no, no one else. He'll he'll shake everyone else's hands. He's not a hugger, <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Yeah, yeah. But then to me and in a select few friends, he'll give them a hug. Mm. Last night was, you know, he was like, hey, because he's a real staunch rugby man, and you know, fucking, and really tough. <laughs> so for that man. moment. Yeah, for that moment when when he hugs you, he's showing a little bit of weakness, but it's not weakness. Yeah, vulnerability, it's like vul- vulnerability, it's not, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not. It's strength because you have to be strong to be vulnerable. You know, mm. it takes a strong person so, to be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, um, that's exactly right. Joanna, Joanna, help me break down. Uh, my barriers or my shield and 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 saying it's okay to cry mm. it's okay to be weak you know and and it's the first woman in my life that i've that has has said that to me like you know and i cried you know we're, growing up you men don't cry you cry when your mum passed away because you know it's right it's it's a you know, when you're feeling weak and tired and hurt, man up. You know, you're a man or, you know, but with Joe, it's like, it's okay to cry. It's all right to be weak because it's only temporary. You're only recharging yourself, mm-hmm. reminding yourself that you are a strong person. You just need to be reminded. And that mm. moment of weakness is 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 being is you being reminded that you are a strong person. Mm. I can cry it out, mate, because once you're done, you're gonna get back up and go, okay, fuck it, focus now. You know, well, what's next? What what's the what's the next step? I've cried, what's the next step? Mm. You know, find people around you, find the right kind of people, find the the, the positive people, stick with, with what you feel is right, you know. Mm. Yes, it's gonna be hard. Um, having a family is hard because for me personally I I used to think that I've got to be the strong person because um, something might happen to my kids and I'm going to break down and you know it, it was it was always the, the negative thoughts of shit's going to happen prepare yourself mentally and physically for it mm. you know? and then it's not healthy. No, no, it's not. It's not healthy. 
it is absolutely not healthy at all. It is the total opposite, isn't it? Um, yep. and, and and see, Elijah loves that I can be this 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 dad that's that's vulnerable and that's 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 loving and that's also strict and strong in a way because I'm giving them um, um, direction or paths, if if I may. You know, because you can't just be wandering the earth without direction and without your parent going, you can't do that, son. And this is why, you know, yeah. not just you can't do that. You yeah. know, now now it's you can't do that because this, 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 this. Yeah. But if you carry on doing it, son, that's on you. Mm. Mm. I'm here to tell you when you want to listen. This is the reason behind why you can't why you can't do that. Yeah. And John has taught me that, you know. My parents never explained to us or to me uh, the reasons behind uh, uh, instructions. You know, you can't do this because of that. Um. So something yeah. someone's calling through. <laughs> Sorry, I should have just logged off everything. You hear that, or was that no, you or no, me? No, I couldn't hear it at all, mate. No. I was trying to. Oh, okay. It's Elijah. Uh, Elijah's calling through. Elijah's calling you. He must yeah, know. Elijah. must be burning, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you must feel that I'm talking. No, actually, I, I spoke to his mum this morning, and and he was in a warehouse, um, looking at some some toys or something. I said, oh, okay, well, just just tell him my call, and I'll I'll speak to him later. Uh, that's him there going through now. <laughs> I'll call him back later. He's a cool little dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, it. I got. We've talked a lot. We've we've talked a lot about so many things here. I got um. I got some questions here. Um. Are we? Um. How do how do you how do you take time to be the best dad that you want to be, Joe? It's a good question. I don't think I, I don't think I plan. I don't think I look into it. I think I just do. I think I just go with, because my, my, my um what's the word my feelings or my is up and down but then i remind myself when because i'm away from them a lot and i only get them on my days off or on school holidays i remind myself this period of time that i have with them is so short make the most of it And I try. I, I told them last weekend when I had them, um, when they're at home in the weekend, they get to go on their gadgets and jump online and talk to their friends um, and do games and stuff. And I go and pick them up and the mum will say, look, they don't want to be with you this weekend because you don't do anything with them. And I'm like, no, they don't want to be with me. And she, and she agrees on it. So it's good because... I don't have 
the technologies that they have at home at my house. Wow. So when they come here, it's it's you're on your you're on your tablet for an hour and that's it. Well, you know, it's limited mm. to yeah. when they're at home and, right. and their mum's just tired and go like, do whatever you want for the next few hours. Gives me time to just do do me. So yeah. when they're here, um, they're with me. Mm. And so when I got in the car with them and and I explained to them, I said, look, your mum's told me this. And I said, this is why I want you at my house, because one day you're going to be a teenager and then you're going to be an adult and we won't have this time. I said, understand this, son, boys, that I'm making the time to pick you up and be with you. And I know you don't like it because you're not doing the things that you do at at home with Mm. me. Mm. But be grateful that I'm here as a dad because some kids don't have dads and some mm. dads don't make the time to come and be with their kids. You know, and and so what if we just sit around home and, and do nothing? You're with me, son. You know, and and for me it's 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 huge, but for you it's not because you're not we're not doing anything. I'm like going for a walk with you guys means the world to me. To you guys it's just going for a walk when you're older you're going to understand that shit, going for a walk with dad was actually pretty cool because dad was there mm. you know yeah so yeah so how how do you joe though like you know as with everyone in their lives there's so much going on work life juggling all these things man and then of course being a being a dad you know and elijah who's got autism how do you how do you like what's something that you do to kind of you know that's just for just just you that allows you to be like okay i can just do this just for me like it's not work it's not um you know uh watching or maybe it is watching tv and just watching a movie but something that do what he wants to do. That's what I've, I've learned to do. Mm. Do what he wants to do. Not do what I want to do. Mm. Um, do what he wants to do. So if he wants to sit around here and just show me pictures, I'll sit, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll dig up the patience for it and go, you know, fuck it, bro. It's only, <laughs> it's only going to be this short amount of time. So, and he's going to remember that. You mm. know? And Joanna reminds me, hey, she's like, when you have time with Elijah, make sure you invest that time with him because mm. it's so short, you know. Mm. And then all of a sudden, I'm, and it hurts me when I'm taking them back home and I go, that wasn't long enough. Or, fuck, I was an asshole because I didn't put enough effort into it. You know, I should have done more. I should have done, you know. And then and then I get, I get so sad that I'm not there to tuck them into bed or there for them when they wake up in the morning. And the time that I've had with them is is like, you know. So when I have them here, um, and they get up in the morning, they they set to get up at seven or eight, and they can go on their gadget for an hour before, you know, while I'm doing breakfast. But I make sure to go and see them in the morning, so they know that I appreciate them being here because they get all happy instead of just instead of just getting up, coming down, making breakfast, and then going, oh, kids, come down and have breakfast. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I go and see them, and they and and they get happy. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I see it in their eyes, especially um, 
Elijah when I go up and kiss him on his head and like, good morning is oh good morning dad and then it straight away is what are we having for breakfast <laughs> it's, it's all about food for him because <clears throat> he's got his he set you know breakfast lunch dinner and yeah. man if we have late lunch mm-hmm. which goes creeps into dinner yeah he's still got his brain is like we haven't had dinner so yes this is mm-hmm. a really late lunch which he doesn't doesn't appreciate because mm-hmm. he's like you know, he'll remind me, well, mum says lunches at this time. Well, you know, mm. five o'clock comes along. Well, we have dinner at this time. And I'm like, yeah, well, we've been so busy with this day and doing this, that, you know, this, the little snacks that we had there, that was lunch. No, that wasn't lunch, dad. That was snack. You know? <laughs> like, it's calling you out. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's been a few times where the lunch has gone in towards dinner. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to have to give him this amount of lunch because dinner is just around the corner mm. and dinner's this amount, you know? And yeah. he's like, he'll still, he'll still scoff it down because he's in his brain. It's like, I've had lunch. I've had breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm. Don't, you know, all these other snacks, they're just snacks. They're not, that's not lunch. Yeah. You know? And he's, yeah. And, and, and he's genuine. Mm. Like he's genuine in his, I love yous and the way he's feeling or the way he talks to you, the way he like, like Joanna appreciates that he's genuine. Like you, it's like a cat. A cat will tell you, the cat will make you know when they don't want you or, mm. you know, uh, Elijah is the same. It's like, he will let you know that he doesn't want a hug. Mm. Whereas Tristan will go, well, I'm going to give you a hug, but you know, I'm, I'm going to do it because you want a hug. Yeah. Kind of. But Elijah's like, no, nah, I don't want to hug you. Mm. No, nah, I don't want to say hello to you because that's how he feels. Yeah, he's not gonna pretend to feel so you yeah. can feel good about yourself. He's like, nah, hi, and he'll walk off because that's how he feels. Mm-hmm. But then when he's happy, he'll come down and he'll be happy. He'll be like, oh hi, and he, and he'll be, you know, okay, cool. That's 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 genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, Tristan is like, I've got to put on a smile. I've got to put on yeah, a smile because yeah. I'm with dad now. How yeah. was your day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how, like, okay. Oh, here's another one. How has, um, how has, how has Elijah changed you since he came along? He's still changing me. He's still changing me, you know. Um, and there's there's gonna be layers to it too, you know. He's he's gonna be a teenager soon. He's 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 gonna be thirteen. Then he's gonna be fourteen. Then he's gonna be fifteen. Then he's, you know, puberty's gonna kick in. Um, then there's gonna be girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever road he takes. You know, it. This, I'm gonna be forever changing. Mm. <laughs> The one thing that's going to stay stay constant is, is is the love I have for him. That won't change, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I hate I hate to think how he's going to be in five years. Um, is that your bit one of your biggest fears? Hate, well, well, one of your fears? Yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, I have a little fear, but I know that 
he's going to get through it, you know, because he's he's 12 going on 13 and he's had 12 years of experiences where he's had to struggle to try and relate or convey what he's saying or communicate or you know the, he's had these changes mm. and then he's 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 done really well and he's got the support network he's got you know and i've made him aware that saying to people that he's autistic is okay you know when i'm around friends and 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 like oh this is my son elijah he's autistic so i let them know straight away so they don't judge him and go fuck your kids cheeky man or fuck your kids mm. rude or fuck your kid you know it's like oh this is my son elijah he's autistic you know, and so they can go, oh, okay, yeah, sweet ass. And, and, you know, and if they don't know what autism is, they'll, what do you mean? You know? Mm. So there's a lot of people like that. Probably people kind of don't really know because they don't, yeah. gen, generally, I think a huge portion of people actually don't quite know what it is. They know the name, but they don't yeah. know kind of really what it is. Hey, so you're kind of, yeah. Yeah. In a way, in there's a way, different levels of autism. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a whole spectrum of it, right? I, did, I didn't even yeah, know. Like, yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's a... yep, like one of my really good friends, uh, well, he's not really good friend, a work colleague from a different department, his son is severely autistic, but in a way where you, you can tell straight away, like, okay, mm. he's, he, you know, and he's, he's, what is he now, 16? Mm. And yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's towards the severe end of, of, of autism. Yeah. And then, yeah. And you've got, I've got another friend whose kid is just hyper, just, just full on hyper. And I'm like, oh, that's bloody, you know, ADD or ADHD, or whatever they call it. And like, oh, no, no, he's, he's autistic. He's been diagnosed. He's in a, and I was just like, shit, put him into rugby, man. He's got so much energy. Just give him, <laughs> give him a sport, bro. Just <laughs> give him a ball, let him run. <laughs> yeah. Give him a ball. Just fucking honestly, bro. He's just like, he just run, run, run. He's just, he's just hyper. He's just, Oh, that's and so guess, hard. That, but that, that, I tell you, man, like that, like a Jack Russell. It, <laughs> so it much must energy, be so yeah. challenging as as a parent because I like, yeah, you know, because it is so hard sometimes to be like to have that energy to keep up, and because it's it, like it is, it's just challenging. But I can't. I mean, I. Oh man, all the credit this, to this, like, this, yeah, ab absolutely. I go if we came into financial wealth, I'll if we did back in there, I would hire a young nanny who would keep up with the kids <laughs> because we're so tired from life that we can only have enough energy to go, good night, I love you, or mm. you know, read a book. Whereas the nanny has got the young nanny got. Yeah. Heaps of energy to run around with the kids and and do what you don't have the energy for because yeah. you got life. You got that's, life. That's you know? right. Got... That, that, that's exactly right. And it is, and that's where like you've just that's where we're having giving ones ourselves our own um, you know, permission to be human, and we just and and you know we can't we can't run around for eight hours a day. We don't like that's just. But a lot, a lot of a lot of autistic kids, um, uh, just when they go to bed, they just go to bed so fast, like they're just like boom, like this. Yeah. Um, they lie down and they and they just crash and they're 
like and and Jamie's Jamie's like that. I don't know. Is is Elijah like that? Does he kind of just crash when he goes to bed? No, Elijah takes a while to. You've got to you've got to give him warning at least twenty minutes, ten to twenty minutes, and say, hey, look, you're going to bed at eight o'clock, so it's seven thirty. Think about what you need to do next. Because he'll be so engrossed in in, in whatever he's doing now, these gadgets, whatever. Yeah. He'll be on his tablet, or and, and he needs to know that okay, I've got thirty minutes to do what I need to do before I need to go to bed, you know. And I'll go included in that, son, is you brushing your teeth before you go to bed. Hmm. So you've got to have that um, schedule in place, or that that um, yeah. Or ask, yeah. Well, the thing is, if I go, hey, bed five minutes, and he'll be like five minutes. You know, or hey, it's bedtime. Go to bed, boys. He'd be like, nah, nah, that's yeah, it's not gonna work. And then there's the tantrums and there's the because everything is just yeah. You did not give me enough warning in his brain. He's just like, no, no, no. I'm I'm either I'm halfway through something and I need ten more minutes here. And we're like, no, no, I'm tired, man. I want to say good night. And 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 I've learned to go. And Joanna reminds me now and then. It goes, hey, it's getting late. I think you need to let them know now that you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, shit, I better go and. <laughs> Remind them, eight hey, boys, 10 minutes, brush your teeth now, and then 10 minutes starts after you brush your teeth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All, all about. And that, but when they're gone, but, yeah. when, but when when he's done, but when they're done, gone. Yeah. But he's got to be given that warning at yeah. least, you know? So once he's in bed, once he's actually in bed and like, okay, lights are off or whatever, is it that he's, it's, he's, he's, yeah, there's times where he gets fidgety with his brother because they sleep in the in the same in the same room and in the same yeah. green bed, um, and they get fidgety, or he yeah. does, and it takes him. Whereas Tristan is just like, no, I'm going to bed because I've I've had a longer. Sometimes he goes, he'll come up to me and go, Hey, Dad, can I go to bed now? I'm like, Yeah, good luck because you know Elijah's not going to want to go to bed now. And he goes, No, I'll be out, Dad. <laughs> I'll be out. And, and so yeah. This ten-year-old is like, I'm tired. I've had a long day. I'm like, oh shit, you too. You've had a long okay. day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but man. um, yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Um. What was a couple of couple of questions here? What was something that really made you laugh, like fully laugh recently? It's not you just like you know you just because I think laughing is something that. Um, maybe we don't do enough, just a full on laugh at life. Um, so kind of, yeah. What, what, what made you just like laugh and almost have tears in your eyes, you know, for the, for, you know, for a couple of minutes or something like that. I haven't had one of those in a long time, but, um, what I love about Joanna is that we can both be silly and laugh mm. at each other. Like real, we can, I can be real dorky and she'll laugh. And I, I love how <laughs> we can be dorky and she can be like this and, and just laugh at each other. Mm. You know? um, Tristan is the same. Like we, I can, we can do silly things. Um, Elijah, he has to be the person or the one to do something silly that we can laugh with and laugh mm. at, mm. you know, Whereas if it was reversed, he would think that you're taking the piss out of him and, and it's emotional to him and it's, it's hurting his feelings. And he'd be like, that's not nice, you know? And I'm like, dude, just crack it. Well, that's not funny. You know, so mm. I'll have to wait for him right, to gotcha. do something funny. And, and 
and he's he, the saddest thing about the kids at school his age and younger is that social media is free freely available to them so they can they can see stuff which they shouldn't be looking at and it's and to them it's funny as an adult you look at it and go you're too young to absorb that you know it, it you don't fully understand it like i'll give you an example like um months back they were talking about 69 and they'll laugh about it and i go they know what the what in reference they know what they're saying they know what it's about what it's pointing out to you and i'm like and i go you guys are too young to understand yes you know and, and i pulled them out and i said look i said okay i keep hearing you guys say this and i've kind of ignored it but uh, um it's rude and it shouldn't be spoken around adults and I've, I've i've taught you guys what what you hear from school or what you hear from your friends needs to stay within your group or that and it's wrong if you're speaking it around adults because we're gonna find offense to it or think that you're way too too young to know this stuff and and i pulled them up about it and say look what do you think 69 means Oh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a rude thing. I said, okay, what do you know? What, what, what do you think is behind that? And then I was just straight up with them when they couldn't give me a straight answer. And I said, look, you know, 69, yes, is a sexual position, but your brains are too, too, too young to understand that it's a, it's a position of pleasure. It's, it's more than just a, you know, two people in a, in a, in a weird position naked. Mm. Yes, you might think it's funny because you're seeing two people in a position and they're naked, and but there's more to it, you know. And with all this other stuff, that's why I'm a bit worried sometimes. Because when I look at their gadgets, and I said to their mum the other day, um, we need to, like Jaden, he's 14 and he's, you know, I'm 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 low tech, bro, you know. And, and the kids are they're just so advanced with with technology changing and. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the boys are on on YouTube. I said, this it's so easy for them to find shit on 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 social media or on online, and 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 believe that's what that's what it is. Yeah. You know? Because some yes. dude is saying, hey, if you go and get a knife and stab your brother, it's going to be da da da, you know. And then they, no, it's not, son. <laughs> Don't listen to this idiot online. The, the, mm-hmm. Do do you see mom and dad do it? Do you see your brothers do it? Do you, oh, you know, not that, that that that's what they're gonna do, but that's what's out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, these these um challenges, these these um, are real world challenges, man. Because like this is like every parent's like nightmare, isn't it? Because it's yep. just and it is because we as we as we grew up, we didn't have that. Right? We didn't no. have the internet like like that. No. You know? No. Um and the it, closest it was, things we probably had was Playboy magazines underneath Dad's fucking bed, or older brother's Playboy magazine, you know, or or someone someone older in the schools brought a Playboy magazine, and, yeah. and and it wasn't hardcore, you know, until it was hardcore. Yeah, well, that was the that, that's the thing. So we kind of we 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 find ourselves in a position where we have to try and work out what we what what we want it to look like, right? Because there's no there's the narrative that we grew up with is 
just that boat sailed long ago, man. Like we 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 now have to create the narrative ourselves because if we create that narrative now, then that's going to flow on. Um, and of course, it's going to change. Like when they get to like you know when they get to a point of having their own children, right? But yeah. holy shit, like you know, trying to navigate through now is like um, is the challenge, is the man. Oh, yeah. it's, it's 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 tough, and and I feel for uh, my ex-wife, you know, because she's got three boys that are one's going through puberty, but he's cool. He's just he's he's smart, and um, then Elijah's next in line, you know. Hmm. <laughs> And the challenges, I suppose, is that the outside world is dictating what his world should be, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and it's and it's and it's challenging because you're not there to go, it, it, you know, you're not a fly on the wall or you're not right next to them and go, that's wrong, you know, mm-hmm. just because a whole bunch of kids are d- doing and saying that doesn't mean that's right, son, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and yeah, it's. <sighs> And you can't protect them from that. You just hope that you've instilled sense in them, you know, mm. the difference between right and wrong um, and the respect that they should have for themselves and, 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 and others. And that's all I suppose we can do when we have them at home is like, you know, what would you do, you know, if that person was talking about that person or saying this about that person and, they were talking about your mum. How would you feel? Then why are you saying that? You mm. shouldn't be saying that. Or why are you doing that? Imagine if somebody was doing that to mum. How would you feel? Then why are you doing that? Don't say that. You know, you. <clears throat> I, I remember um, about a year back, Elijah, Elijah and Tristan <clears throat> were going to the same school last year. And um, an older kid, well, no, actually a kid, who was the same age as Elijah was privy to stuff that he shouldn't have been looking at. <clears throat> and he was he was coming to school and showing the kids. And we're like, when he does that, you need to tell the teacher. You know, and, mm-hmm. and the teacher needs to make the parent aware of what he's doing. Mm. And and it's you and I go. We've instilled in you to know the difference between right and wrong. Do you think what he was doing was right? No. Then why have you entertained him? Why have you made him feel like he's he could do what he's doing? <clears throat> mm. You got choices. You know it was wrong. Walk away from it. Go tell a teacher. Don't mm. feed into what he's doing and think knowing that it's wrong. You know, oh, but you know they. Okay, yes, he's 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 caused the problem. Yes, he's the one that's that that should be screaming at or telling off at. But I'm telling you because you're telling me. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's all we can do. We we yeah. can't be with them twenty four seven and protect them. And, no. Well, we can remind them, like. The difference between right and wrong. Yeah. Yep. And that's what how we've we've brought you brought you up with love. <coughs> Pardon me. So yeah. It's gonna be a challenge, man. It still is. Yep. It is. And that's the thing, is that we just trying to do the best that we 
excuse me um you know the best that we that we want to be you know um and challenge parents it's hard and we can look back at our parents you know i remember my mom was saying a long long time ago you know you wait till you have kids Mm. you know it wasn't until you know, when I started having kids and being an adult, and I go, oh, now I know what mum's was going on yeah. about. Yep. And I used to challenge that. Oh, when I have kids, I'm going to be better than you. Say the same thing to our kids now. Wait till you have kids. Wait till you have kids. Wait till they you come into the real world. Wait till you come into the real world. You think you got a bad you wait? <laughs> What um, music, music, Joe? I want to talk about music for a little bit here. So music, I love, I love music, and music gets me, gets me through um, days or moments or things. And and like Jamie loves, Jamie loves music. He's he either loves particular songs or like you know um, likes particular so- like songs on repeat and stuff like that. So I want to like hear about for you what. What is a song? And I've got a playlist. I've got a Spotify playlist which I put people's songs up onto. What, um, what song or songs uh, that that really you just you just love? It's like a it's like a go to song, or it reminds you of a part in your life, kind of you know, raising Elijah or things like that. Anything that jumps out at you? Um, well, lately. I've been listening to um, Tupac, Hit Him Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, um, that's me going to work and coming home. All right. I've seen all the streets. Blasting <clears throat> um, out the cast area. Boom, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. When I get to the traffic lights, I drop all the windows down and <laughs> pump it up and and Tupac it out. Let, let everyone right. have it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Looking at me funny. Well, I'm, I'm releasing some stress. I, I um, need to have a listen to the song, actually. I, I, don't, I, don't, I may know. I may not know. I don't know. <laughs> Hit him up. It's, Hit him up. Um, okay. Yes. You don't listen to it with the kids, just yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's quite angry. It's an angry oh, is song. It? Okay. It's an angry song. Okay. Yeah. What's, another, um, what's another one? What's, what's any, any more? Well, Elijah... And I've got videos. Elijah loved listening to, I don't know about now, but he loved listening to Hard House. Hard House. Oh, like hard, the type of music, Hard, hard House. Hard, hard House music, yeah, man. Right. Filter for music. Oh, interesting. Like playing in, you know, not not in his ear muffs, but in the, you know, and you'd be like, you know, he's, and I guess it goes with, everything going on in his head you know and do, 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 mm. do, do. so he's and it, it and it goes rhythm so it slows it I, I don't know i'm just guessing you know and it slows it down and he's just i've seen him many <laughs> awesome. time. years ago i'll put on hard house in my car and we'll drive him along and he's just like and then i videoed him um one of my cds was playing and he was in the background he was just like dancing away and i'll be like oh my man you got the moves and you'll look at me and you'll freak out and goes oh don't look at me and you walk away you know and i'm like ah it's in you brother it's in you <laughs> got the got the, um, the music in them that's great awesome uh, what did i it was um acdc he likes acdc here we go 
<laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> All right. That's a that's a yeah, great track. He's, um yeah. He's so he likes it. Well, what about so he likes that one. He likes a bit of Thunderstruck. What about you, Joe? Yeah. What's what's another one from, from you? <laughs> well, um I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty much into anything and everything to be honest. Um Yeah. I like R&B hip hop was my go-to. Even even Cook Island music um, takes me home. Like I'll listen mm. to. I've got Cook Island CDs, so I'll jack on some um, off the boat, fresh off the boat, or or um, what's his name, Tyson, or yeah, some Cook Island music CDs. I'll just plug it in, and it takes me home. That's know? cool. And um, and it and it calms me. Mm. Um, but I'm open. I listen to anything and everything. To get my mood going, except for um, oh, heavy, heavy metal where you can't hear the lyrics and all you hear is just screaming. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm not into to that. To me, I'm like, I'm like, that, right? you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, hey, each of the own, hey. But I'm like, man, I, I bet you, if you slow it right down and you hear the lyrics or you read the lyrics, it's something like, I love my mom. You know, I'll make you a cup of tea. That's that's what my that's what my thinking is. It's, it's not it's not devil worshiping, you know, lyrics. It's more like, yeah, let's have a cup of tea. That's that's what I think it is. It's just some guy who's screaming it, and you can't. Yeah, awesome. Okay, uh, the uh, one of the last questions that I end up is, what would what would you say that are three or four words that sum up your life as as um sorry as Elijah's dad. Challenging, fun, but I wouldn't change any of it. Like, you mm. know, those, I can only give you two. It's challenging yeah. and it's fun. Challenging and I wouldn't fun, change yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't change it. No. Because, because without it, it'll be boring. <laughs> yeah. And that's, a, that's, a, that's something which, like, a lot of a lot of um guys that i've interviewed they say the same thing they just want to change a thing because it's like yeah. you know it's it's just it's how it is and we we yeah. can't really we can't there's no other way that we could even see it how our, our lives kind of really like um so that's how it is and it's just like you know yeah it's challenging it's fun it's chaotic it's you know um it's hard and yeah and we wouldn't and we wouldn't change it because that's the that's 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 what's been presented to us that's what's been given to us you know mm, yeah. and 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 we've accepted it and taken it on board and i'm trying to think of there was this denzel washington movie where he um he was a dad and he, and this kid was like why do you hate me you know oh i can't remember but it was he he, he he said he said to the kid, um, "My job is not to like you. My job is to make sure you have a roof over your head and you got food on the table because it's my duty. It's my job, you know. Mm. But it also shows that you love your kid because you want to make sure that they're safe, you know. And 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 having a kid or kids is is a duty involved in it." Mm. It is. And it's quite challenging. 
when you don't have the support group, when you don't have the right people around you, when you don't have the family to 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 fall back on, you know, or your partner to fall back on. Mm. Indeed. So reaching out and asking for help um, is okay and should be what needs to be done. Mm. And it's not weak when you do ask for help. Solid. solid I guess some advice. men are just. Yeah, some men are just. I guess we we're just too proud to ask for help. Mm. Now I know Polynesians, and 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 I, and I believe it's changing. I know Polynesians um, don't want to ask for help because it. I guess it brings shame, um, but it's not. It's not what we do. Mm. We just we just do. We just, we just, yeah. Um, but I know it's changing, and I, I've, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it'll keep changing. Where Polynesian men ask for help, mm. and it's not weak when you do ask for help. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Joe, thank you so much, mate, for like sitting down here and telling telling your story and your oh good brother your journey mate because it is um you know it's so important to hear and hear the the reality of kind of how how you get through how you don't get through because like this this and it's okay all of that is okay. Mm. Like that's what we got to remind ourselves is that all of that is okay. It's yeah. okay that we fail. It's okay that we succeed. It's okay that we fall down. It's okay that we cry. It's okay that um, we 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 reach out for help. It's okay, you know. Mm. Um, and it's okay that we that we um, discipline our kids with love. It's okay because we are still there. Mm. Yeah. And I guess it's okay because you know that if you go to sleep and you wake up the next morning, they are still there and they love you because you are there and you've woken up and you're, you're there. Mm. And you're still there for them. Yeah. Just a quick note for everyone who's listening. If you are if you're a dad and you actually want to be on the podcast and be a guest and have some questions thrown at you and you know allow you some space to talk about the challenges that you've had, uh, please get in touch. Um, you can get in touch through the Facebook page, Instagram, and uh, also you can send us an email. Uh, you can send me an email on life with jamie and more at gmail.com so please do get in touch and uh, i really look forward to being in contact with some of you guys and uh, being able to hear your stories because i know there are stories out there and uh, i think it's uh, it's good to be heard so get in touch thanks everyone have a good one